The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's Steve, tackle your relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing tonight, Steve? I am doing great. We've had such a run of good questions. I can't wait to hear what we have in store today. And the run continues. Here's the question from the listener this week. I have a crush on my boyfriend's older brother. Whoops. I love my boyfriend. And I, I love present tense. I love my boyfriend and I could never leave him. I am in a long-term relationship and would not leave him. That was going well until recently. I've hung out with his brother a lot lately and somehow I ended up developing something of a crush. How do I manage this? Take it away, Steve. <laughs> wow, short but sweet. I like yes. that. You know, this is not unique to just boyfriend-girlfriend kind of thing. Married couples can find themselves in the same situation where... They're, they're on a like a business trip or they're at work. Somebody you spend a lot of time around has the opportunity to find a couple of fissures in the foundation. And that's what I would call this, provided that they do, she, uh, the, the letter writer and her boyfriend do have a solid foundation. I don't know how old they are, if they've dated a whole lot, they might not even know what a real relationship is like. But having said all of that, I would say, the older brother, this is not the kiss of death, and I know this is going to disappoint you, James, <laughs> but the, the way that I would handle this, even if, these, if uh, the letter writer was married and say, well, think about this, that uh, every relationship is going to have some deficits, other than for my wife, who is living in uh, a state of constant bliss all the time. <laughs> of course, of course. But uh, for every relationship, there's going to be just little cracks, little things that you aren't settled about. And what I would say to her is take a look at what it is you are attracted to with regard to the older brother and uh, see that as a reflection of what may be missing in your relationship or maybe at least a low ebb. Like it might not be a nine like it is with the older brother. It might be a two or three. And maybe you wish it would be a four or a five. And those are the parts of the relationship you're in that I would work on and say uh, this is a low-cost opportunity to really improve your current relationship because you didn't sleep with the older brother. You didn't make out with the older brother. You didn't go out with the old. Like this is still a very low cost. This is a low price that you're paying that you just realize something that you like or that you need. You may not even have known that you liked or needed this. And this is something maybe to bring to your current relationship. And don't tell him it's because it's his older brother that sort of stoked your fire a little bit, but just work it in. Try to use this as a building experience. Yeah, I don't think, um, you know, the, I don't know that you can ever stop from ever having a crush or feelings towards people. You don't necessarily always control your feelings. It's kind of a physiological response. There might be something below the surface there that you're, that you're responding to. Uh, what you can't control is whether or not you act on it. It sounds like this person has no intention of acting on it, and that's, that's the most important thing. Uh, I'm going to butcher some advice here. This is something I heard I don't know, through through somebody who threw it through somebody else who probably watched a daytime <laughs> talk show or something like that. Or maybe I heard it from you, Steve, <laughs> okay. which would be just as unreliable. Who knows? <laughs> I was on Phil Donahue. So, Donahue. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I hope Sally I'm paraphrasing Jesse. your own wisdom back to you. But I, I read somewhere or whatever, wherever I got this from, basically, you know, there's, there's 10 points of whatever in a, in a relationship that 
things that are important to you, things that matter, things you try to get line up, you know, physical attraction, having the same interests, those kind of things. And maybe you get in a good relationship, you get like seven out of 10, but you're never gonna get 10 out of 10. You're never gonna have a perfect relationship where everything lines up. And if you leave the person you're currently with, to go and be with somebody else, you don't get a perfect relationship. You just get a different seven out of 10. So maybe the person you, you abandon for like, oh, well, they're really hot, but then they don't have something else your current you know person has. They don't like the same TV shows you have. So now every night when you sit down to watch TV, you're miserable. Or maybe they have a really annoying laugh. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's always going to be something. If you don't know what it is now, spend, spend some time with it and you will find it. I guarantee you there's not a there's not a couple on this planet that can't get, in, get on each other's nerves if you give them enough time. Uh, so I think it's important to remember that uh, the basic wisdom of the grass is not greener on the other side. It's just is different uh, and if you go over there and you start grazing you might find out that you you miss the grass from back to where you came well I'll even extend your quantitative metaphor here one step further and say and sort of blend both of our points and that is if you and your boy if your boyfriend hit seven out of your ten points I would almost bet that the guy you're attracted to hits the other three and so your boyfriend might be a 70%, but all you know about this other guy is that he's a 30%, and that <laughs> might be where it ends. And that's gonna be the problem. That's why affairs have so much trouble sticking long-term. It's because you finally found the person who has this one thing that your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend didn't have, and then all of a sudden you kind of get caught into realizing, wow, that's really all that's to our relationship. There's a lot more to a real relationship. And my current partner has many more of those things. I think that's the point you were making, James. Yes, very haphazardly. That is the point I was trying to make. Uh, I'm glad to hear that didn't come from you because I would have felt very bad if I ever, <laughs> if I ever gave you credit for something. <laughs> But, or if you ever took advice that I gave and said, oh, ooh, that's pretty good. That would be tragic if, I, if not only had I taken your <laughs> advice, but I, I had committed it to my mental library so deeply I didn't even remember it came from you. That would That's the kind of thing that makes uh, yeah. me wake up with, like, night terrors. <laughs> I, can't, I can't take that possibility. <laughs> yeah, and, it, you know, this it, we, we don't really have any context here for this, uh, for the question. It was pretty short, so it might be that this is, you know, a high school relationship or something like that. It might not be anything that's super long-term uh, to begin with. Right. I think in general general um you don't uh, just for this situation in, in in particular i don't think it will ever end well if you switch from one member of a family to another member of that same oh, family oh god I, uh, I, 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 yeah, let's not bury the lead, right? Yeah, so I, uh, yeah, I don't know how we glossed past that. <laughs> that was probably the bigger issue. Um, there was a situation I came across, and I won't go into how I came across, but basically, there was somebody, uh, they were in their 60s, and uh, for some reason, I had to talk to them about their marital history, whatever context we knew each other, and oh. they were real evasive about it, which is weird. Usually, you're not, eva I mean, you might not right. be thrilled with the marriages you had, but but they happen. You can admit that they happen, <laughs> but they were just yeah, real yeah. evasive about it, and when I lined up the last names, I finally figured out what must have happened, that this oh, person no. had, <laughs> they were married to one brother, and then they ended up married to the other brother. <laughs> in oh the same, God. and I think 
as best I could piece it together, those two people blew up this entire family like 50 years ago, 40, 50 years ago, whatever it was. And to this day, all this time later, they still can't talk about their family or their marriages. Like the damage was that deep and that marriage didn't wow. last either. It imploded too. I mean, they just, they blew up so many lives and nobody moved on. <laughs> Just like a, it's like a, like a nuclear bomb, the radiation is just there forever and it never dissipates. So if you are if you are thinking about this one particular kind of affair where you swing from one sibling to another, do not do that. It will not end well. I don't think she was, but I don't. I can't think of anybody that I know like that. But I do know we had uh, a softball team when I was in my twenties, and. Uh, the shortstop in the left fielder, the shortstop was in a long-term relationship with his girlfriend, like five or six years. And we were like 22 years old, like oh, this wow. was big. And then she switched mid-season under the cover of darkness to the left fielder. Wow. <laughs> and I think they had several fist fights over it and it ended up pretty much tearing <laughs> the team apart because everyone took one side or the other. It was a very strange phenomena. I can't imagine at the Thanksgiving dinner table what that would be like. I wonder, what are the rules about this? So, I mean, okay, the, the, this comes into a, a little bit separate issue, but let's go ahead and jump into it. Um, the issue of, if they're my ex, you can't date them ever. Like, from a, from a relationship standpoint, you're a, you're a relationship counselor and you're a psychology <laughs> practice. What, you mean like among friends? Yeah, no, I don't, yeah what, what are the boundaries for that? I think it's kind of like the, the bro code, that kind of unofficial thing that you don't, you don't go and date somebody who's somebody else's ex, but yet that, you know, results in marriages and everything else. I mean... Is there is there a way to transition within the same social group? Not within the same family, but I guess the same social group of somebody who's dating one person in that social group to somebody who's dating the somebody in the other social group, and it's okay. Are there boundaries you have to set, or is it just not something you recommend? Uh, man, I just I wouldn't recommend it in the first place, just because there's a lot of feelings, even among bros that'll pretend they don't have feelings. There's always feelings there. Especially if you were really intimate with this person and I don't mean sexually I mean just like really close to them and now they're date. The last thing you want to do is know that your ex-girlfriend is happy <laughs> That's at least my opinion <laughs> You don't want to know that she's doing better than you or she but when it's right in your face man That's got to be hard to deal with that's I, I don't think that's ever well I know that's never happened to me my dating history is not rich but I can't imagine that being an easy thing for anybody. It's just, it's weird. It's almost, it crosses almost like incestuous lines. Like if you're really tight with your friends, it feels like a brother that she'd be going out with next. And I wouldn't, I just wouldn't do that. Having said that, my buddy Brad and I both dated the same girl, but it was many years apart. And, uh, <laughs> It ended badly for both of us, so we both kind of commiserated <laughs> in our misery. But <laughs> what happened with your shortstop in the left fielder? Did she end up marrying the left fielder then, or did that blow up too? Actually, actually she did. She really? did. Happily she married really to this did. day then? Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, I haven't talked. I was close to him, not really her. But uh, the last I heard of him, we, we sort of share circles in the Venn diagram of life that they are still married, yeah. Well, there you have it. Ignore everything we just said. <laughs> Switching from one friend to another works just fine. <laughs> All right. With that, with that conflicting message, I guess it's time to draw this to a close. I'm James Breakwell. This is Steve Olivas. And every week we answer your relationship questions. It does not have to be romantic relationship. It can be platonic. It can be 
uh, you know, parent, child, co-workers, anything like that. If you do have a question, please write in to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. And we will be sure to address your question and give you just as confusing of advice as we gave tonight. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us for 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 Minutes of Your Life You'll Never Get Back.